Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. Brothers and sisters, I kneel before the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that he may grant you in accord with the riches of his glory to be strengthened with power through his spirit in the inner self, and that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the holy ones what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, so that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. The word of the Lord. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. In verdant pastures he gives me repose. Beside restful waters he leads me, he refreshes my soul. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing. Even though I walk in the dark valley, I fear no evil, for you are at my side with your rod and your staff that give me Courage, the Lord is my shepherd. You spread the table before me in the sight of my foes. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. The Lord is my shepherd. Only goodness and kindness follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord for years to come. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord be with you reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine grower. He takes away every branch in me that does not bear fruit, and every one that does he prunes so that it bears more fruit. You are already pruned because of the word that I spoke to you. Remain in me as I remain in you. Just as a branch cannot bear fruit on its own unless it remains on the vine, so neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit, because without me you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me will be thrown out like a branch and wither. People will gather them and throw them into a fire, and they will be burned." If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask for whatever you want, and it will be done for you. By this is my Father glorified, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. The Gospel of the Lord. Yesterday the church honored Albert the Great, Albertus Magnus, born in Germany in the 13th century. The son of a knight, Albert, became known as the teacher of everything there is to know. Dr. Universalis. He was an authority on physics, geography, astronomy, mineralogy, chemistry, zoology, and physiology, as well as the study of the Greek Aristotle. Albert's star pupil was Thomas Aquinas. Isn't it interesting that the church's enemies within and without, when disparaging the church's commitment to the truth and the moral law, they always claim to be for science. I'm for science. 
a supposedly Catholic politician, has uttered more than once. She's for the murder of babies in and out of their mother's wombs and claims children can choose their, their biological sex. And despite those morally repugnant and logically absurd state stances, she laughably claims that she is for science. While insinuating that the church, which gave us science, is not. Albert the Great understood that the church is not opposed to the study of nature and that faith and science may go and do go hand in hand. He wrote, the aim of natural science is not simply to accept the statements of others, but to investigate the causes that are at work in nature. His student, Thomas Aquinas, put it like this. Some things are caused. Anything caused is caused by another. And there can't be an infinite series of causes. So there must be a first cause, a cause that itself isn't caused by another. This is God. Someone who knew quite a bit about God is the saint we honor today, St. Gertrude. She was a Benedictine nun, also born in Germany in the 13th century. And she is also known as the Great. No one is born a saint. Gertrude wrote she was blindly irresponsible until she was 26. Quote, to make amends for the way I previously lived, she wrote, I offer you, most loving father, all the sufferings of your beloved son. From that first infant cry as he lay on the hay in the manger until the, that final moment when bowing his head, Christ gave up his spirit. The Catholic Encyclopedia states, the characteristic of St. Gertrude's piety is her devotion to the sacred heart, the symbol of that immense charity which urged the word to take flesh, to institute the Holy Eucharist, to take on himself our sins, and dying on the cross to offer himself as a victim and a sacrifice to the Eternal Father. Like Albert, Gertrude was brilliant. She became an expert in literature and philosophy. Then as her spiritual life deepened, she became an expert theologian. She produced numerous spiritual writings and had many mystical experiences. The most famous includes a vision of Jesus who invited her to rest her head on his breast and listen to the beating of his heart and the piercing of his heart with divine love. She showed, quote, tender sympathy towards the souls in purgatory and always urged people to pray for them. Her name then has been attached to a prayer that reads, Eternal Father, I offer thee the most precious blood of thy divine Son, Jesus Christ, in union with the masses said throughout the world today, for all the holy souls in purgatory, for sinners everywhere, for sinners in the universal church, for those in my own home and within my family. Amen. <laughs>